This episode of Dean Bakari's Meaningful Show is brought to you by Flashbooks, where you can get best-selling business and self-improvement book summaries that you can read or listen to in under 20 minutes. To learn more and get started for just a buck today, visit www.getflashnotes.com. Welcome to the Meaningful Show podcast, where every single week we work to bring you an inspiring insight, idea, or interview to help you live better, work better, and be better both in life and in business. Brought to you by MeaningfulHQ.com, we've got one very simple goal here on this show, and that is to help you do more of what matters and less of what doesn't. I'm your host, Dean Bakari, and if you're ready, then I'm ready. So let's get into it. Lack of motivation. Lack of motivation can crush you, literally cripple you from taking action on your goals, on your dreams, on the things you know you need to do, stuff you want to get done. If you don't have the motivation, man, well, you're not going to be in a good place. If you're sick of suffering from a lack of motivation, if you're constantly feeling demotivated, Well then, you are in the right place today, baby, because in this special two-part series, we're going to go over the eight things that cause a lack of motivation in people and how to fix them. Eight major reasons why you're short on the motivational energy you need to successfully crush it day in and day out, successfully accomplish your goals, and how to fix them. And by the time you're done listening to this, you'll have all the knowledge that you need to unleash the motivational beast that lies within you. So let's not dilly-dally around. Let's dive right in, baby. Again, this is part one of a two-part series. In this first part, we're going to break down the first four reasons why you may not be motivated and how to fix them. And then in part two, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to break down the final four and how to fix them. Let's get started with number one, which is the first reason that you may not be motivated is that you may not know what you really want. Of all the reasons responsible for why you might be lacking in the motivation department, this one is by far the most common one. Either you don't know what you want or there's a lack of clarity about what you want. You know, whenever I do goal setting workshops with people or with organizations, One of the first questions that I ask the audience is, quite simply, what do you want? What do you want? Now, you'd be surprised by how many people are unable to give me a compelling response to that question. In other words, what's the outcome you're after? What would it look like if everything were to go exactly as planned or better? Because you know it's tough to get motivated to do anything at all if we're unsure about what we're after in the first place. Now, conversely, once we take those fuzzy dreams, because we've all got dreams, right? Oftentimes we know sort of, kind of, sort of what we want to do, but, you know, we haven't really clarified it. But once we take those fuzzy dreams, those fuzzy ambitions, and we bring them into focus by writing them out as goals, the motivation just flows naturally. If you ask a typical sports fanatic, right, we all know at least one or two of those, a sports fanatic about their favorite team, they can give you so many statistics it'll make your head spin. 
They can give you all the details that you need to know about a team, all the details you need to know about its players from speed to points per game and on and on and on. But when someone asks them about the details of their own life, they can barely remember what they had for dinner last night. Now, that's not a matter of intelligence. Here's the thing. Most people are about as intelligent as they make up their minds to be. If it were a matter of intelligence, they wouldn't have such an in-depth understanding of their favorite team's stats. It's not about intelligence. It's about focus. If you lack motivation in any area of your life, I'm here to tell you that it's likely because you have not decided in detail what you want in that area. And we can't focus on something if we don't know what we're aiming for. So here's the solution for this first reason why you may not be motivated. Here's how to fix it. The solution to why most people have a lack of motivation, this first reason is simple. Keep in mind, number one, that you cannot hit a target that you cannot see. That said, identify some compelling, exciting goals for yourself in each of the major areas of your life, physical, financial, emotional, and spiritual. Write them down, commit them to paper, make it real in front of you on a daily basis. Review it and give yourself a target to aim for. And I promise you it'll boost your motivation. Reason number two for why you may lack motivation, why you may not have as much motivation as you want is that you're not in control of your physiology, your body. Now, this is one that many people don't talk about. Take a moment, play with me for a second, and take a moment to picture in your mind what a person who has a lack of motivation actually looks like physically. How do they look? Picture it in your mind. If a person's unmotivated, how do they stand? If a person's unmotivated, how do they sit? Do they have good posture or bad posture? Are their shoulders pulled back or slumped over forward? Is their back upright and tight? Or is it rounded? Now imagine what a person who's totally motivated looks like. Complete motivation. right? Unstoppable motivation. How does that person look? How does a person with motivation stand? Do they have a closed and narrow stance? Or is it open and upright? How does a motivated person, a totally motivated person, walk? Head held high or head held low? Are their shoulders slumped forward and down, or are they pulled back nicely as they walk? How do they sit? Someone with total motivation. How's their posture? Is their back bent forward, or are they sitting upright? How do they speak? How do they stand? How does someone with total motivation move about their lives? Imagine what someone who's completely motivated looks like. Picture it in your mind's eye. Now, let me ask you this. What if I told you that you could instantly motivate yourself by mimicking the images of a motivated person that you just pictured in your mind's eye? You see, here's the solution to this problem. A lot of people just have a tough time learning to control their bodies, their physicality, their physiology. And, you know, we're not taught this stuff in school. You got to go out and learn it. And so the solution is, number one, that if you lack motivation and you haven't learned about 
how to control your physiology is to remember, first and foremost, that motion leads to motivation. If you want to get motivated, learn to control your physiological state. And here's how to do it. First, figure out what kinds of movements that you naturally make when you're feeling absolutely motivated. When you have felt completely motivated, how did you walk? How did you talk? How did you stand? How did you sit? How did you hold yourself? And then mimic those things, even when you're not feeling motivated. And you'll find that your body, when your body starts to make these movements, the mind will follow and you'll start to feel motivated. Do those things and your mind will follow your body. You'll begin to feel more motivated when you put yourself in a position to actually feel more motivation. What a concept, right? And you do that with your body. Move like you move when you're motivated. Stand like you stand when you're motivated. Right? For example, here's my silly yet incredibly effective process for using my own body to elevate my motivation. I just jump in the air. Right? I jump in the air literally clap my hands and I go, woo, at the top of my lungs, right? I don't want to burst your earbuds here or your speakers if you're uh, listening, but that's literally what I do. And it completely changes my state. I jump in the air, I clap my hands and I yell out, woo, at the top of my lungs. And it changes my physiological state. It shakes me up. It gets me going and it energizes me. Now, this isn't, of course, you can't do this <laughs> on call all the time, but you can figure out your own movements. I call them power moves. You can do your own thing. You don't have to say anything out loud. You don't have to scream like an idiot like I do, but you got to figure out something that changes your state, that shakes you up, that gets you going, that ignites that fire within you. That's literally, it's about movement, movement, motion equals motivation. Just remember that motion equals motivation and identify about two, maybe three moves that you can do that can just set you off. And if you do those over and over and over again, clap your hands, say something silly, jump in the air, or just take a second and breathe, you know, whatever works for you. But the more you can get yourself moving, right, the more effective it'll be. And if you do that same move over and over and over again, your mind will actually associate motivation to that simple move. Make it a quick power move. It shouldn't take more than a couple of seconds to execute. Whew. Boom. Clap your hands. Woo. Whatever it is, do something. Jump in the air, right? Beat your chest. Do something and do it over and over and over again, your mind will associate that with motivation. It'll link up. And before you know it, you'll simply be able to do that sim simple move and you'll feel an instantaneous change in your state. So that's the second reason why you may lack motivation and how to fix it. Number three, let's move on. The third reason why you may have a lack of motivation is that you have made lack of motivation part of your identity. Now, we've talked about this before. You know, have you ever seen someone make a mistake of some kind, any kind, and then you know, follow it up by saying something like, oh, I'm so stupid. 
Well, that's an example of someone who's just identified with their mistake. You see, what if instead, instead of saying, I'm so stupid when they made that mistake, they just said, I just did something stupid. You see, there's a big difference there. I'm not just splitting hairs. There's a big difference between those two statements. Make a mistake, I'm so stupid. Make a mistake, I just did something stupid. You see, the first statement identifies you with your mistake. And this means that you and your mistake are one. Now, the second statement, I just did something stupid, makes a clear separation. There's a... There's a distinction there. There's a separation, a clear cut between you and your mistake. This means that you are not stupid, but that you simply did something stupid. So, how do you speak to yourself? You calling yourself names all day long? Or are you separating your mistakes from your identity? Do you constantly reaffirm to yourself that you are demotivated? Gosh, you know, I just can't get the motivation to do this. Gosh, I really got to get motivated. You know, I just don't have the motivation to do it right now. Are you running around talking to yourself like that? Telling other people that you don't have enough motivation? Telling other people that you can't get motivated? Cut that out. Cut it out for your own good, baby. Cut it out. Because if you repeat something often enough, it sticks. One reason you may have a lack of motivation might be because you're constantly identifying as someone who's unmotivated. So what's the solution? The solution is to reverse this pattern. Reframe it. Make it clear to yourself that you do not identify as an unmotivated person, but are instead the type of person who feels incredibly motivated on a regular basis. You are motivation. Get it in your mind. You equals motivated. Now, keep in mind that these kinds of identity-based mental patterns can get messy. So if you've been telling yourself that you don't have motivation or you're just too tired over and over and over again, it can take serious work to get yourself to stop thinking of yourself that way as an unmotivated person and to replace it with the mindset of someone who is motivated, but you can do it. And it all starts with deciding, hey, I am no longer going to think of myself as an unmotivated person. And I am now, from here on forward, going to reinforce the decision that I am motivated. And I'm going to reinforce that on a daily basis until it becomes a habit, until you become a motivated person. Simple as that. Take those negative reinforcements and flip them them upside down. Reverse that pattern. If you talk to yourself and you reaffirm your limitations, that's what you're going to get. If you talk to yourself and you reaffirm the things that you want to occur in your life, anything, not just motivation, anything, then you will be more inclined to bring that into your life. And I'm not just talking just fuzzy stuff here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just saying, you know, just say it over and over again and it's going to happen, although that helps. But I'm saying if you have something front and center, top and top of mind, and you really reaffirm it, not just say, I'm a motivated person, but no, I am totally motivated, right? If you say that, you reaffirm that over and over and over again, can you see the change in energy there? You can feel it, can't you? That's the difference. 
You can't just repeat something without any heart, without any emotion, without any love inside. It's got to come from deep within. It's got to come from your heart. It's got to come from you, who you really are, your soul. That's when things change. That's when things happen. That's when you can dramatically explode your life into positive change and transformation. So, if you're going to affirm something, if you're going to affirm your motivation, do it for real. Do it from the heart. Let's dive into the next one. Number four, the fourth reason why you may not be motivated, why you lack motivation is that you are not aiming high enough. You see, whatever we seek to accomplish in life, whether that's writing a book, losing weight, achieving the perfect relationship with our significant others, it's the degree of desire we have to accomplish those goals that ends up being the crucial element to achieving them. But too many people try to set limits on their own desire. They tell themselves and they tell other people that they don't need wild success, right? They don't want incredible success. They don't want to achieve their wildest dreams. But this kind of thinking is dangerous. Why is it dangerous? Because when we limit the scope of our desire, when we limit the scope of the things that we truly want and desire in our lives, we limit the scope of what we're willing to do to reach our goals. That's dangerous. And when we limit the scope of what we're willing to do, we limit the scope of our motivation. A lack of exciting, desirable goals easily takes far too many people down the road of lackluster levels of motivation, down the road of mediocrity. If you limit your potential success, you'll limit what you're willing to do to create it, which limits your motivation, not to mention your general sense of fulfillment about the life you lead. So the solution to this problem is what's known as the 10x rule, which tells us that you must set targets that are 10 times what you think you want, and then do 10 times what you think it will take to accomplish those targets. 10x rule was coined by a fellow named Grant Cardone. He wrote a book by that title. It's called The 10x Rule. You should read it. It's an excellent book. Now, again, definition of the 10x rule, Set targets that are 10 times what you think you want and do 10 times what you think it'll take to accomplish those targets. Set big goals, huge goals. Now, while some people are going to tell you that setting impossible goals kills motivation and that it's better to under-promise and over-deliver, well, this line of thinking is actually foolish. 10x targets, or more commonly called stretch goals, will only spur you on to achieve higher levels of success. They'll spur you on to work harder, to do more, to try more than you ever have before. And besides, even if we fall short of achieving our 10x level aims and ambitions, our big stretch goals, isn't it better to fall short of achieving a massive target than merely achieving a tiny one? Because if you aim high enough, you'll demand more from yourself and you'll become better in pursuit of that massive goal. But setting a high target is only the first step. The second step is to take 10 times the amount of action that you think is necessary to reach that target. So 10x goal, 10x action. Here's the solution for this common problem of having a lack of motivation being 
because you're not aiming high enough. The solution is when we've got puny, uninspiring goals, when we tend to feel like we don't have enough motivation, it's probably because of that. We don't have big enough goals. Our goals are too uninspiring. They're not juicy enough. And because of that, we tend to feel lethargic. We tend to feel unmotivated to achieve them. They don't excite us. Now, on the flip side, when we've got huge, ambitious goals, what happens? We feel empowered. We feel invigorated to take action towards achieving them. The bottom line, set massive goals, take massive action. Push yourself to your outermost limits, and you'll find out that the more action you take, the more motivated you will become to continue doing even more, to continue achieving even more, and you'll forget about not being motivated. Your motivation, you'll be a battery powered up, zoop, ready to rock and roll. You'll be motivated. All right, that's it for part one on the eight reasons why you might lack motivation and how to fix them on part two. Next week, we'll break down the following four, the final four reasons why you may be lacking motivation and how to fix them. So stay tuned for that. And until next time, you know what to do. Go out there every single day and live like you give a damn. It's Dean. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you found this episode inspiring or if anything else you've heard on the show has helped you or made an impact on your life in any way, I'd really appreciate it if you showed me a little love with a quick review over on iTunes or on whichever podcast platform you tune into the show on. Every single review helps us reach and inspire more people to live like they give a damn. Listen, if you've got self-help questions of your own that you'd like me to answer live on the podcast, hit me up over at MeaningfulHQ.com. You can submit them over on the contact page, or you can just shoot your questions directly to me at questions at DeanBakari.com. Thanks again so much for subscribing, sharing, and tuning into the show. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's because of you and tens of thousands of other listeners from around the world tuning in every single week, week after week, day after day, that we are able to continue creating content to help you crush it and make an impact in your life and at work. So thank you for being part of this and continuing to share the podcast with your friends, your family, and anyone else you think it could help. Until next time, this is Dean Bakari telling you to go out there every single day and live like you give a damn.